Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Chicago's Legal Latte, a series of podcasts brought to you by Lavelle Law Limited. Throughout this series, the attorneys from Lavelle Law will share their answers to questions about a variety of topics for individuals and small businesses. To participate in today's discussion, you can email us at podcast at lavellelaw.com. Like just about everything else in our daily lives, many aspects of the legal system have been dramatically impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic during 2020. Today, we'll, uh, we'll take some time to focus on family law and understand uh, how parents who share custody of a child or children have had to adapt in, in recent months. Um, I'm Jim Mitchell, but joining me for the discussion today is Lavelle Law Attorney Colleen Hurley. It's been a while since we've had the opportunity to speak with Colleen, so as a means of reintroduction, she's a member of the Family Law Practice Group with a broad range of experience in cases involving things like parenting and guardianship. We'll draw on that experience today. Colleen, it's it's been a while, but it's nice to talk to you. I hope you're doing well. Oh, you too, Jim. Thank you so much for having me on the show today. Looking forward to it. Now, I, I know everyone's work style has, has been changed, and I know you're working from home primarily. What about the courts themselves? Are, are they shut down right now in the family law area? Uh, well, that's a great question, and really the answer to that is it depends, like you hear from most lawyers about most questions. Um, it, it really depends on uh, what type of case it is and, more importantly, what county you're out of. Um, I've heard of some counties that are totally reopened for um, in-person court dates if needed, but are also operating remotely as needed. Um, And then in Cook County specifically, um, the court closure has been extended until July 6th. Um, So the the courts are operating only remotely in Cook County. Um, Previously, when, when we first had the first stay at home order, Um, We were able to handle some things in the family law world remotely in Cook County, um, including uh, remote prove-ups where we could finalize a divorce case, and also orders of protection, uh, people who maybe needed um, help getting protection uh, from an abusive situation on an emergency basis. That was also handled remotely. Um, In the last week or so, um, I've seen more and more judges Uh, reach out to uh, attorneys on their cases individually to try to schedule uh, remote status dates as well. Um, So that helps us to move the cases along more than we've been able to in the last few months. Um, But I know um, in all of the counties and in all of the court matters, the judges are working really hard um, to be mindful uh, of what's going on in this pandemic and making sure everyone is safe. Um, but also True. doing their best to move these cases along and, you know, not let, let them stall for several months. Well, I'm sure there are differences in terms of, as you mentioned, whether it's a divorce or separation case that, that might be going through. But as a part of those is uh, what we call parenting time. It's generally previously known as custody. And that's a very critical component of this. Um, what has the court's view been of trying to handle some of those aspects in recent months? Sure. So, you know, this is a very unprecedented time uh, where we don't have a whole lot to draw on from uh, recent history about how to handle parenting time moving forward in a pandemic. Um, There were a lot of questions when we got that first stay-at-home order, um, but we were pretty fortunate that Governor Pritzker was um, thinking about, you know, possible family law issues that would arise as it pertains to parenting time. Um, And Governor Pritzker's uh, general order, what we see there is very clearly 
um, that transportation of a child um, between parents for parenting time is considered essential travel. Um, so it was really nice to see that spelled out um, where that was an exception to the stay-at-home order to make sure that a child could be with both parents. Um, and we've also received guidance from the judges as well. Um, and the guidance is for the, the parents to continue to adhere to the parenting time schedules that they may have in an order, while also working together to you know, be as flexible as possible and use common sense. Um, and you know, that, that's a broad term, but what judges yeah. support here is for <laughs> parents to co-parent as peacefully as they can, um, while being very practical about what's going on and um, doing their best to take precautions to make sure that they and their child or children are safe. Yeah, I want to talk about some of those aspects, including um, you know the views of, of parents and, and how they are handling this uh, at this very unusual time. But um, in terms of the work you're doing, are you seeing any requests for modifications of, of current judgments, or are people, um, to the most part, trying to trying to adhere to what's been in place in, in terms of the clients you've had to deal with? Oh, I'm happy to report that for the most part, it seems that people are able to co-parent effectively between the two of them. Um, I've seen some cases where parents are able to reach out to each other and make modifications between the two of them on a temporary basis until things get a little bit less crazy with this pandemic. Um, and that could look like a lot of different things that works for each individual family. I've seen some cases where there's an agreement to put one parent's parenting time on hold um, and in the meantime, perhaps have more uh, FaceTime or Zoom time so uh, the child or children can still see that parent. Um, and I've seen uh, also agreements to just move forward with parenting time as normal, just making sure that they're taking the proper precautions. And that includes sanitizing, social distancing, wearing masks, and also, you know, not having parenting time take place if the parent or the child or children are exhibiting symptoms. Now, what if, um, well, many of us, yourself included, uh, have had to adjust from, from a going into work to a different work schedule or working from home, and obviously if uh, parents find themselves having to deal with a different uh, work environment, uh, perhaps having more or less time available, is that one of the areas that it's important for parents to then talk to each other and work out as, as their you know, career shifts in terms of where they are and what they're doing? Oh, definitely. I, I think that's where that um, broad term common sense comes into play. Uh, if one parent uh, is an essential worker and has to go into the office pretty frequently and the other parent is home working, it may make sense for those two parents to come together and modify parenting time to make sure that um, the child or children is with the parents, um, you know, wherever possible. Um, I have seen situations where parents are working from home but still able to care for their children and um, you know, I know we've seen that a lot in general in parenting mm -hmm. with the mm -hmm. rise of um, uh, tele-schoolwork and, um, you know, but kids completing classes and tests and assignments online. Um, and it's great to see parents that are able to somehow balance uh, work and parenting at the same exact time, and that's wonderful. And it's certainly helpful, too, if another parent is an essential worker and has to go into the office every day. Yeah, no, certainly um, not an easy task. We're we're talking with LaBelle Law Attorney Colleen Hurley today on Chicago's Legal Latte as we discuss parenting time during the coronavirus or COVID-19 pandemic. Um, if you've not met Colleen before, you can do so like so many things we do today virtually at uh, LaBelleLaw.com. 
you'll find her personal profile, and that includes a very impressive list of accomplishments in her field. You'll also find past podcasts that we've done and articles she's shared, including including one on this topic as well. Um, and Colleen, you've used the phrase or the word modify several times today about uh, how uh, parents are adjusting the uh, original order. Are the courts okay with people sort of working that out on their own? I know under normal conditions that that would normally be a legal process, but um, as long as both parents are happy, is uh, you know adjustment something that they're allowed to do at this point? Oh, certainly. And that was true even before the coronavirus pandemic. Courts really do encourage parents to be flexible and accommodating with each other in, in the face of unusual circumstances that could affect parenting time. Um, so we were seeing that before this pandemic, and we're certainly seeing it uh, still now. Um, and the nice thing, too, is um, parents can make those agreements official uh, by reaching out to their attorneys and asking their attorneys to draft an agreed order uh, reflecting those uh, temporary changes that they put in place. Um, so what that means is that remotely, uh, attorneys can enter an agreed order that reflects and protects those wishes um, by putting the judge's stamp of approval on it. Uh, this can all be done uh, via email and uh, Zoom where necessary. Great. Well, and I know you also mentioned, you know, the health concerns for the child, and not only for the child, but for the parent when the child returns from, from the other spouse. And, you know, a situation where maybe one parent is um, a healthcare worker or they're, and they're in a high-risk situation, or simply one parent is concerned about, you know, the other parent's behavior and how well they're, how seriously they're, they're taking this, uh, what should parents do if they have some concern about allowing their child to go to a different location where perhaps the other parent has, you know, certain behaviors that are a concern? Yeah, uh, you know, that, that's certainly something I've heard a lot about um, as we've had this stay-at-home order. Um, and I think that really uh, speaks to the general population. Uh, it seems that many folks have many different opinions about what's appropriate when it comes to um, how to deal with coronavirus and whether and how to social distance, whether and how to wear masks, uh, how necessary frequent sanitizing is. Uh, we see lots of people, different opinions, and um, parents are no different. Uh, and it's, it is common to see parents who have completely different ideas as to how to respond to coronavirus. Um, what I would say is if one parent has very serious concerns um, about his or her child's safety with the other parents, um, based on that parent putting the child at risk. Um, that could look like, you know, demanding parenting time when that parent is sick him or herself, um, taking the child to, you know, crowded locations where social distancing is appropriate, et cetera. Um, that parent does have the ability to file an emergency motion um, electronically with the court and to ask to be heard via Zoom uh, with his or her attorney if uh, they do have an attorney. Um, here, it's a little bit tricky uh, because we're still trying to ascertain what judges consider an emergency in this situation for the courts. Um, you know, it, it's important to not bring frivolous emergencies in front of a court because courts do, you know, really have to preserve their judicial economy right now and make sure that they're hearing the, the truly emergent issues and uh, kind of triaging the rest. Um, but if a parent does have reason to believe that their child is unsafe in a particular situation, I, I would encourage that person to reach out to their attorney, talk through the issues, and if appropriate, bring an emergency motion. 
And in, in talking to you, Colleen, in the past and some of your colleagues at Lavelle Law on different uh, aspects of parenting and uh, relationships after a divorce, one of the things that comes up sometimes is uh, a child's time with grandparents as well. Um, and sometimes that's, uh, I think, documented, and sometimes it's it's more uh, casual in how it's handled. Is that something that people have to be a little cautious about right now as well? I would certainly say so. Um, you know, we're learning more about this uh, virus all the time, uh, but I think one thing that we've consistently heard is that um, people who are older are at greater risk uh, of coronavirus. So I think it's very important to be mindful um, of those people who are considered more at risk and making sure that they're safe. Um, and a lot of that can and sometimes does include uh, limiting time with grandparents for now, uh, just in the interest of the grandparent's safety. Um, and lots of times that looks like changing um, child care considerations. Uh, perhaps grandma or grandpa was the mm, primary right. child care, and now you have to rework things uh, just to make sure that they're safe. Um, we, we do see that frequently. Uh, one thing to know is generally in family law cases um, where there is a visitation schedule in place or parenting time schedule, as we call it now, that generally doesn't um, include time with grandparents. Um, so it may not be something that needs to be modified per se in an order, um, but hopefully it's something that could be worked out between the parties uh, or between their attorneys if they have them. Well, certainly good to hear from you that at least on your end, many of the clients seem to be working this out on their own. It's a difficult enough situation for everyone, but you also mentioned contacting your attorney. I assume right now if someone wants to get in touch with you, Colleen, the number at the office is still a great place to get you, and they'll they'll make sure they can get in touch with you right away. Uh, yes, absolutely. Uh, we are still um, speaking with and servicing all of our clients, and we're also doing consultations. Um, so if anyone listening to this podcast has more questions about this topic and would like to get in touch with me, uh, please don't hesitate to reach out. I'd be happy to help. Excellent. Well, very good to catch up with Colleen Hurley for the first time in a while here. Um, we appreciate her time. 847-705-7555 is the uh, number four Lavelle Law, and uh, certainly give them a call. You can uh, track Colleen down. And let me remind you, too, LavelleLaw.com is a great place to go to get more information on topics like this with a great collection of articles and podcasts. So thanks, everyone, for being here listening today. Thanks, Colleen, for being with us. We'll look forward to future conversations and look forward to people uh, joining us for some more discussions as we look at some of the impacts of uh, COVID-19 on various aspects of the law in the week ahead. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.